This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Governor Yunkin of Virginia to run for president. He had passed up on that, that opportunity. He hasn't slammed the door on it, but it comes amidst disappointment over the race thus far for Ron DeSantis in Florida. He's fired a third of his staff. He's trying to right that ship. Maybe it'll work out. But what do you think? I think that Governor Yunkin would be an ideal candidate for the Republican Party. And I very much hope that he's going to enter the race. People I speak to are all favorably inclined towards him. And uh, so if he entered, I think there would be tremendous enthusiasm and he could win the general election. He's a billionaire donor. He's very important to Republicans. He's kind of been disappointed what he's seen out of uh, Governor DeSantis of Florida thus far. Maybe he says the shakeup and the, the layoffs and that race will will right that ship. But he really likes Governor Yunkin. Last time I checked, though, Carl, he he has so far not joined the race. Maybe that happens. But what do you think? Well, first of all, full disclosure, Thomas Petterfee is a friend of mine. I think the world of him, one of the smartest people I know. Uh, yes, Governor Yunkin is attractive to a lot of people. Uh, whether he enters the contest or not, uh, it, it's, it's, it's going to depend on two things. Does he keep the House of Delegates in the November elections in Virginia for the legislature? And does he flip the state Senate? If he does, my sense is he might be open to jumping in if the race still seems to be uh, 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 muddled up. But that's awfully late. If he did it, it'd be right. less than 60 days before you start. Guys, Glenn Youngkin, Glenn Youngkin won because John Fredericks, and then you get the worm involved. The MAGA turned out 100%. They're not going to turn out for Youngkin. This is another fantasy. And you got another billionaire. You know, this is a conservative. This is a rhino Soros. You know, another foreigner. And I have nothing. I, have, I love immigrants. They're fantastic. They add so much to the country. But not a guy that wants to come over here and then shifts his comp company back to Hungary, right? And takes all the advantage of the United States um, and then wants to uh, thwart MAGA. He's virently anti-Trump. He came and gave some dollars after it was evident that Trump won in 16. He's one of those guys. There's tons of those guys. But they're all going to come back. And they all bring their bad ideas. I was there. They all bring their bad ideas. The cluelessness of the Murdochs and the thing, they think you're, to, they think you're complete and total morons. When you see a segment like that on Cavuto, because here's what, it's all repetition. It's repetition. You got, you got uh, Ducey, the weatherman in the morning. Hey, Glenn Youngkin, 57% in a purple state. You know, bouncing up and down, popping up and down. Then you got Cavuto and these guys all day long. Glenn Youngkin, Glenn Youngkin, Glenn Youngkin. All of a sudden, Glenn Youngkin is going to have his moment. His moment. Glenn Youngkin's probably got the worst record on the CCP in China of anybody. 
the reason that the billionaires are comfortable with it, they're comfortable with, you know, hedge fund guys. They're comfortable with Romney. Romney can sit in the room and talk the same language that they do, right? Youngkin's a hedge fund guy, private equity, venture capital, not really venture capital, private equity, hedge fund. At Carlisle, there is no, Carlisle is the swamp. David Rubenstein, a terrible individual, right? The Kennedy Center, everything like that. Came down there begging Trump to keep his jobs, you know, right after we took over. Another one that I had singled out for removal uh, that was not followed up on for various reasons that we won't go into now. That's his mentor. The Glenn Youngkin thing's another fantasy. We don't have time for fantasies. This is a fantasy. He's there for one reason. MAGA turned out at 100%. You remember the Commonwealth? Plus the beginning of the, of the parental rights movement. He hasn't delivered on that yet. The parental rights thing's still a debacle in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Okay? But the important thing here is to remember what they're trying to do. This is all part of a they will do anything. And you've seen this at DOJ, you've seen it at Lawfare, you've seen it on the left, but it's also a massive part of the, um, of the wealthy that are part of the quote-unquote Republican Party. Or they're Fox Republican. They're all globalists. They're all globalists. Our Hungarian billionaire, they're a perfect example. All globalists. They want globalist policies. And Murdoch's another foreigner. Did I mention that? Did I ever mention that? Another foreigner. Well, is there any American ownership of any meat, big media companies in England? Let me think. Or in Australia. Let me think about that for a second. Let me think. No. There is not. How does he own Fox. Completely illegal in the middle of the night when he's an Australian citizen, they realized they had a, to buy the Fox, Fox broadcasting, he realized they had a small problem in the middle of the night before they closed the deal and all of them get paid. He wasn't a citizen, it was against the law. Voila! Front of the line, it gets done. And then you have foreign influence. The foreign influence, it is the, it's what the revolutionary generation fought against the Murdochs. The Murdochs have the mindset of the ruling imperial class of England. As much as we have a special relationship and we love our English brothers and sisters, America's basic concept is we don't want part of that deal. We don't want that. We don't want a lazy, worthless, lazy, landed aristocracy coupled with monopoly power of the British East India Company, which is just the crown giving guys monopolies and taking 20% off the top. What does that resemble? Let me think for a second. Oh, the private equity and hedge fund business. You get a management fee and you get 20% of the ups. The same model, the Queen Elizabeth, these guys, the Crown, the, the Henry, they all had the same, the same exact deal for Francis Drake, the British East India Company, all of them, the privateers. The Crown gets a kick, gets a little something for the effort, 20% off the top. That's the Murdochs, that's who they represent. They're all globalists. They do not believe in the sovereignty of the United States of America. The United States of America just happens to be an engine of economic growth that they can then how do I say this politely? Leech off of. And now you're seeing it in high relief. Donald Trump gave a 
at uh, Ralph Reed's Faith and Family, gave an hour and a half speech with detailed policies in it for the evangelical base. He then goes to the Philadelphia to the Moms for Liberty, gives an hour and a half, Tom was a two-hour speech of 17 standing ovations, 17 standing ovations. And this was a group that was essentially started kind of in Florida with Ron DeSantis. And they had Governor DeSantis there. Governor DeSantis got two, and they're very favorable to Governor DeSantis. I don't hold that against them at all. And Governor DeSantis got a couple of three standing ovations. On Fox, and this is, I think, on a Friday or Saturday night, not exactly hitting it on Fox with the ratings, not one second. Then he goes to Turning Point USA. Gives another, you know, they're all looking for a rally. They're all looking for Bannon to come out there, be throwing mics down, hair on fire, screaming, we're at war. That's a turning turning point one to get jacked. President Trump not going to do that. President Trump walked in there. Another, ask Charlie Kirk, another serious address, not one second. Five hours of serious non-rally talks, not one second on Fox where they're slobbering all over DeSantis at the time. Right, And now they're slobbering all over Glenn Youngkin, and they're going to slobber all over Tim Scott, and they're going to slobber all over Kemp. Youngkin is too smart for this because he doesn't want to get shredded. He understands he'll come into the shredder. We don't have time to mess around. We're at war right now. Let me be blunt. We don't have time. They're going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars. Why? Because they're all getting paid. How could they even, the Democratic Party, and this is what I admire about them, they move with discipline and they move with force. They get a scumbag like Mark Elias, he's everywhere. He's got 50 suits going, he's everywhere in every court doing everything. He don't care, half of them fail, he doesn't care, boom, they're relying, boom, boom, boom. Nancy Pelosi, you think Nancy Pelosi, I could play that clip from September 19, and she ran on this, I told her in 18, forget running around on the Senate, these governorships are all important, if you lose the House, they're going to impeach him, they're going to wait for the first opportunity, hello, the perfect phone call in Ukraine, but when that war horse moves, she moves, okay, and Trump, from the time she said it at the United Nations General Assembly, when she had a press conference, which was in the middle of September, to the time he was peached was 90 days. Is that it? September, October, October. Hello. About 90 days. 90 to 100 days. That's moving. No, no happy talk there. Youngkin's people, the, the, the ones on the inside, said they're not going to let Jeff Rowe talk him into this. And, and Jeff Rowe, just, you know, we had, uh, I think Raheem's been on here. Caroline Wren's been on here talking about They're saying now the super PAC, well, it can support a lot of people. And you got McIntosh out there sitting on the patio. No to the bundler, and by the way, the bundler, who looked like he was from the Bada Bing Club, the bundler uh, took it down and went private on that. You saw that, you know, they may be able to play that just for kicks. Um, that's not the thing you want to put up, because there were no hitters there. That's kind of sad. It's sad. When that's your big bundler singing Deer Valley, and you're on the patio, you're on the deck, you know, the redwood deck, and they're looking out, and, you know, this is the big thing, they're getting all these briefings, and... Talk about how they burned through the $50 million. Always good when you do it at the, at the top resort in Deer Valley. It's even upscale from Park City. Park City's the kind of the house of commons, right? Really smart to do it there. But that was not exactly a, a great group of folks that are going to write big, massive checks. Kind of grundoons. But Fox has tried that because the Murdochs, 
their number one objective is to keep Donald J. Trump out of the White House. Their number one, to keep him out of the White House. In their neoliberal, neocon, if you want to see a great um, illustration of this, look at the Bobby Kennedy video the other night with, uh, with Sean Hannity on the town hall when Sean got schooled on Ukraine. He got schooled by the audience. You people don't buy it anymore. You don't buy the lies. You don't buy. You understand what they're selling, and you ain't buying it. Of no interest. Zero. Do I have Brett? Is Brett now? We got Brett back up. Dave, you got a bunch of charts. You're gonna walk us through some some economic. But before we get to that, I just want to get the yeah. template of of it's any. They're gonna they're gonna have a rolling. You've been in politics. They're gonna have a rolling. You know, Tim Scott's going to have his moment. Um, yep. You know, uh, Kemp. They're all. They're going. They're anybody. They're pleading in the banner. They're yes. Very knitted brow. Uh, you know, give me this. He's give me the. He's going Seb Gorka on me, right? Give me the very. You know, with the deep those powerful voices those Hungarians yep. have, right? Boom, like Orban. You know, Glenn Youngkin is. Dude, you don't know what you're talking about. You have no earthy idea what you're talking about. Yes. You've got some stockbrokers thing online. It's great. I, you know, you're a capitalist. Make money. It's fantastic. But don't sit, come in here and opine just because you made a lot of money. You have no earthy idea, dude, anything about the American people. Zero. Zero. Let me repeat that. Zero. So don't come in here and pontificate on Cavuto's show about, yes, the American people, I think young can improve. Well, you have no earthy idea. Not one MAGA voter will vote for Glenn Youngkin. Unless a guy named Donald Trey Trump says, hey, vote for Glenn Youngkin. And he ain't going to say that if Glenn Youngkin's running against him. And Glenn Youngkin's smart enough to understand that. You think Youngkin, who's got a career ahead of him, wants to get the DeSantis treatment? And I keep saying, Carthaginian peace of DeSantis and the people around him, you had your opportunity to move on and get back to Florida and get back to business. And you're bound and determined to do this. And you're you're telling donors right now, our best bet this is what I'm telling them. Our best bet is to get Trump on the stage uh, with Murdoch's, the trap that Murdoch set for him. They're telling them that what we need to do is give him the debate stage. The probability that's going to happen, please answer in prayer here, zero. Okay, Dave Brad's got the charts. We're going to get into some economics here, some capital markets. We got uh, Rasmussen, so we're getting into some math. Economics and capital markets, polling. Had enough of Bannon kind of wandering around here, right? Stick around here in the world and be back in a moment. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS... Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar. More and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. 
text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, breaking news. We're going to get it up in a second. I think it's uh, President Trump. They're reporting President Trump's lawyers are actually meeting with, I think, Jack Smith today. Is what Emerson, we're going to get a clip here in a second. Um, and talking about, um, obviously, got the target letter. He's going to get indicted. But they're talking about that details. We'll get that. So it's another one. The buried lead is they did this, you know, this contorted part of the gun thing yesterday and put the federal judge in the middle of it. But she said that's unconstitutional because they fear Trump's return in 2024. They fear they fear it so much that they would sneak into a federal court and try to have it and hope that an Obama appointee and a Biden appointee, a progressive that voted for it, gave money to Hillary Clinton, would look the other way. And she goes, hey, in court, hey, I think this is unconstitutional. That's how much they fear Trump coming back. Dave Bratt, let's pivot. By the way, go to, we, we've got this, the BRICS is coming up. All kind of controversy. Are they going to lay out the currency? Yep. They feel they don't have enough to lay out the currency. They got the BRICS bank. I think 41 nations are coming. Algeria and others are going to say they're put, prepared to put a billion, billions of dollars into the BRIC banks, this BRIC bank they're forming. So we'll get to all that. Um, the um, But Brett, let's go right now. Go, so go to... Um, um, birchgold.com slash Bannon to get all the information about the prime reserve currency. Do it today. And you also get information about if the central banks are buying gold at record rates, maybe you ought to talk to the people at Birch Gold and find out about it too. Let's, uh, Dave Brett, walk me through your charts, brother. I need, I need some capital markets yep. economics. I have too much, too much yep. Bannon, too much Bannon wandering around talking about, you know, dumping on <laughs> the Murdochs. Did I mention the, did I mention the fact that the Murdochs are foreigners? Did I mention that? Okay, fine. I just, let me take my number two print. Let me take my number yeah, two no, pencil and write that down. You were you were on the on the money. I'll just add. You know, I started off running on the Republican creed, which was a little too general, and and even policy can get a little white paper boring. Uh, but it's the choice of issues. Uh, are you uh, as a politician? Are you choosing the issues that the American people care about? And so people call me now and they want me to help a candidate or give money or something like that or help them do whatever. And I got three things I, I want on paper from any candidate running. I want their position on China in writing. What's your position? I want your position on the uh, border invasion, what you're going to do about it. And I want what you're going to do about 50 trillion. So you mentioned all of those every time. And you lately you've been hammering uh, the disaster of our of our fiscal policy. The government spending 15 trillion dollars in the next two years. Uh, that will ruin our uh, economy. That will collapse our, our market system uh, with $2 trillion deficits uh, per year and then $50 trillion in debt. And so I got a few charts I put together called the five fundamentals. Okay, okay. So hang, hang on. Get, I want you yeah, to go through. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I want you to go through the five fundamentals because your specialty. I'm just saying that CNBC, you know, even with the interest rates that's crushing the working class, they're yeah. skipping around. The punch bowl hasn't been taken away for those guys. No. They're living high on the hog, brother. Yes. Yes. And so just when it seems like they're going to tighten, 
uh, they're not point uh, two five uh, raising the interest rate doesn't compare with eight. You know, the, the amount of money left on the Fed balance sheet. And so let's get to the charts. I'll just go. The first one just shows the interest payments on our debt. This is federal government obligations. Interest payments on our debt are getting to one trillion dollars. When I was in Congress, the whole budget was about four trillion. This is just interest payments. So that's one effect of this interest rate policy. And you at home know the effect on uh, take a look at the new car loans or mortgage rates. Uh, et cetera. And all that's going to pass through the business uh, cycle and, and hurt you. Uh, the next chart, uh, this just summarizes the absurdity uh, and, and, and it's proof why when I say the free market system is broken, uh, look at the far right, right? When the Fed funds rate goes from zero up to five, uh, you would think interest payments go up. Uh, but no, the financialization of our economy, the smart guys on Wall Street, they all spend their time playing with money now. They've orchestrated some way around the inverted yield curve to actually have the corporate interest rate payments go down as interest payments go up. So how do you simplify this? What this means is it's very hard for you to do any planning. Uh, the rich can do the planning because uh, they got sophisticated uh, you know, analysts and floors of economists. The average person is just getting floored right now uh, with the reality of higher prices, higher interest rates, uh, et cetera. And we're breaking the free market system. We've always had markets, uh, but we only got rich because we chose as a society the free market system in about 1776. Uh, and that, that social choice has made us richer than any country on the earth. And right now we're breaking it. Uh, the third chart is your money gold chart. It's uh, We've looked at this before, but this was just a great uh, look at the, the various country comparisons, right? So at the left is uh, 100%. This thing's just, uh, you know, indexed to 100. Uh, but you see the fall off. China and Japan at the far right of that chart, uh, they've lost a huge value of their currency against the dollar. But the U.S. is way at the bottom with a black line. That's the loss of your purchasing power just since 1971 uh, when we got off the gold standard. And the upshot of that whole conversation with our currencies, Steve and I had a long show a week ago on the on the uh, the loss of our reserve currency. Uh, but your purchasing power is going down, uh, and other countries uh, know it, and uh, the U.S. is losing our credibility. Uh, next chart. Uh, this this uh, is just kind of a technical piece, but there is a a problem in the data coming from government. Shocker. Uh, so, you know, GDP growth is at 2% positive uh, and down at the bottom, real GDP. But real GDI, gross domestic income, is supposed to be the same number. The, you know, the amount of stuff you make should be equal to the income payments to the people who make it in macroeconomics. Uh, and uh, so real GDI is shrinking by 2%. So over time, uh, the, the, and these are government figures, those two numbers have to uh, match up. And, and so one of those two is going to get corrected. Uh, but it, it's quite a, a, a difference, right? Plus 2% GDP growth uh, means you got slow growth. Minus 2% GDI means you're in recession already. And some folks use the average of those. The average is zero. And so I think that's a better measure of what's really going on with a real economy. Uh, the next chart. Uh, this uh, is a summary of everything we've been talking about. You're, what, why does it matter uh, if, if uh, we, we lose our currency, we're just printing money left and right, uh, we're validating the federal government spending, 
this is from the best uh, the best macro researchers, uh, Reinhardt and Rogoff. Uh, they've been around forever. Top researchers. The blue line is just government spending going up uh, since 1971. It used to be 24 percent. Now it's at 35 percent. It's skyrocketing. If you follow that blue line uh, to 2023, it'll start going straight up again. Right. The 15 trillion in two years. Okay, so, of course, that's government spending. It's part of uh, your economy. So it's part of economic growth. Uh, but these uh, economists, and I'll post all the sources, Reinhardt, Rogoff, et cetera, and others, uh, have shown that the fiscal, and this is a little complex, but you know, government spending, fiscal policy, has a multiplier. And so you all learned this in Macro 101. Uh, but that multiplier kicks in, there's about a, a year lag, right? So the government spending a year ago is kicking in now and stimulating the economy for about a year to a year and a half. But then at three years, the effect of that government spending becomes negative because of, of productivity problems with government investments. Uh, China's having the same problem right now. They're running out of good investments. Uh, the government picks green winners and then they're losers. And so that black line is your real GDP per capita declining uh, time after time after time. And Rogoff and uh, the, the, the best economists in the country say you lose one third of your economic growth due to just this effect alone. And they say the, the key cutoff is when you get to 90 percent of GDP, right? When your debt is 90 percent of GDP. We've been there for a decade. And so we should expect to see ongoing loss of productivity, a lost decade, uh, and then it, yep. the, the next chart is just for show. There's a few measures you can look at as to why the financialization story doesn't make any sense. Uh, but, you know, this is Schiller, you know, Nobel Prize, finance, Yale. Uh, and he shows all, you know, he's got this uh, Schiller Cape Index to show with the markets overvalued. Uh, according to this index, it's way overvalued. Uh, you can see the uh, back in uh, the, the peak the uh, 99 dot com bubble when it was way up and then it, it collapsed because it was overvalued. And then 0708, you can see it going up and then plunging. And right now, uh, the, the P.E. ratio developed by Schiller, it's kind of a special one, uh, shows the market is, is just way overvalued. And I could go through uh, the same for uh, Warren Buffett's index uh, comes up next. Uh, where the, the markets are way overpriced. Uh, if you're over 100 in his index, you can go down to the next one. And uh, we're at uh, 170. We're not at 100. We're way over. So the markets are overvalued. But as I just explained, and Steve says every day, the $15 trillion in government spending is an artificial high with terrible productivity implications yep. uh, that's holding things up right now. It's going to collapse. The, the, fund, the five fundamentals I just gave you uh, will put you in good shape to understand yep. what's going on. So for Congressman Hudson, when you say people back home don't want to talk about impeachments, what they want to talk about is the economy. Make sure yeah. they know that you voted for uh, Kevin McCarthy's giveaway to basically bury the American economy in yeah. more debt. Make sure they know that when they're talking to you about the economy. Make sure that's front and center. Dave, amazing yes. work. How do people get to these? Where do they get the charts? How do they get to you on social media? Yeah, well, I always forget the obvious uh, rumbles out there, right? And uh, you can rewatch these clips and share them with your friends, yeah. please. And then I'm up at, uh, you know, Rat Economics on Getter. 
and I'm at Liberty University, Vice Provost for Engagement. Uh, so get me out to your city, especially on the East Coast where I can travel, uh, Atlanta, Baltimore, D.C. Get me out speaking on economics to your uh, economic clubs and young people. Love to do it. Amazing, sir. Dave Bratt, always honored to have you on here. Fantastic. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Short break. I think we're coming in on a sea shanty vote on this. Short break. Back in a moment. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee, and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. Turn right here. Sir, the battlefield is straight ahead. Please don't argue with me, Sergeant. I can smell a battlefield. He was out here just yesterday, George. It's over there. Turn right, damn it. Battlefield was here. The Carthaginians defending the city were attacked by three Roman legions. The Carthaginians were proud and brave, but they couldn't hold. They were massacred. Arab women stripped them of their tunics and their swords and lances. The soldiers lay naked in the sun. Two thousand years ago. I was here. <laughs> you don't believe me, do you, Brad? 
you know what the poet said. Through the travail of ages, midst the pomp and toils of war, have I fought and strove and perished countless times upon the star. Ah, <laughs> uh, as if through a glass and darkly, the age-old strife I see, where I fought in many guises, many names, but always me. You know who the poet was? Me. Okay, right there, I'd argue that is the most powerful scene and probably one of the most powerful biographies and certainly military biographies ever made. The movie Patton, that's George C. Scott as General Patton. He won the Academy Award, obviously. Uh, Carl Malden plays Omar Bradley, kind of the soldier's general. Um, but I bring that up, and obviously it's an amazing uh, part. That actually happened with Patton. He believed that deeply. Um but to talk about when I say Carthaginian peace, Carthaginian peace, the Romans had finally had it. They fought the first Punic War against Carthage, the second Punic War against Carthage, and finally the third. And Cato the Elder would always say, Carthage must be destroyed. And at the end of the third Punic War, they did it in 146 BC. They basically burned it down, took, it, took the great city of Carthage down brick by brick, insulted the earth around it so that nothing would grow for a thousand years. Um, that's what I mean with people like the Santas. You've had every warning, every opportunity. And because we're not in normal times, uh, I'm going to play a cold open here in a second for, um, for, from MSNBC. President Trump's lawyer is meeting right now and being told that he's going to be indicted again. They're doing everything. These are not normal times. I would love for these to be normal times. They're not normal times. I've talked about this for years. I made films about this. We're in a fourth turning. We're not in normal times. These are not normal times. They have someone. You saw yesterday. They would walk into a federal courthouse and try to slip something in. This is like it's unheard of. They try to put a federal judge in the middle of this, and she's sitting there. Some progressive saying this is unconstitutional. That's got signed off by the highest levels of the Justice Department. Why? Because they so fear Trump coming back, and they should fear Trump coming back because we're going to take the FBI and the Justice Department down brick by brick and that's what they've that's why Merrick Garland and Biden and this illegitimate corrupt regime is doing everything to go after President Trump and so this whole thing this this Murdoch created and they're all created by Murdoch and Fox News it's all created all the opposition is created by that because they want Trump to heave to their first they don't want him but they want him to heave to their neoliberal neocon policies that's what they want. All the money, all the wealth, the Murdochs and all the billionaires. That's what they want. All the time. You know, it's Glenn Youngkin. It's the same guy saying DeSantis, 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 DeSantis. Now, you know, they can't. DeSantis, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to work. Maybe we're going to next. Who's number two? Tim Scott or maybe Glenn Youngkin? It's all created. It's all phony. We don't have time for games. This republic is hanging in the balance. And we will be weighed and measured by future generations of exactly what we did to save her. Each and every one of you. Let's play the cold open for, for Mark Mitchell. Can I do that? Let's go ahead and play that. I'll bring in Mark Mitchell. What do we know? 
Well, Jose, we're able to report now from two sources with direct knowledge of the situation that two of Donald Trump's attorneys have just been meeting with uh, the special counsel here in the office building behind me. We saw a very similar meeting a few days before the announcement in the classified or the announcement of an indictment in the classified documents case uh, came through. As uh, Tom and others have outlined, this is the kind of thing that you would typically see with attorneys coming in to try to do sort of a last minute negotiation, convince prosecutors not to make charges against their client. We don't know uh, the specifics of this meeting here, but it was widely reported that these attorneys were seen arriving here shortly around around 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, we believe we believe we just saw them depart about 11 o'clock uh, today after what we know was a meeting with the special counsel's office uh, to discuss the possibility, the strong possibility of an indictment of their client later today. It's our understanding that these lawyers have been told, have been told to expect an indictment against former President Trump related to this investi- uh, elections investigation, uh, possibly as soon as today. Of course, all this information comes out of Donald Trump, who is the one who said, I received that target letter or that that Sunday. Uh, Garrett, go, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, there- Mark Mitchell, are the are the um, tell me what the American people think about this. Or you've been polling this Mark Mitchell at Rasmussen. The first Trump indictment was probably the best public opinion gift he ever got. And you were right to frame this all in the context of war. We are kind of tired of polling on the failing trust in institutions because it's predictably about two thirds the electorate that just thinks that they have absolutely no trust in these organizations. But really, there's this chunk of Republicans and chunk of Democrats that are dug in like ticks over Trump and Biden, and they're pushing these indictments, and they're not having an effect. And uh, that's the theme right now. So we asked, will the prosecution of Trump hurt or help his chances of winning next year's presidential election? Among all voters, only 35% say that it's going to hurt his chances of being the next president, not winning the nomination of being the next president. And 55% say it'll either help or not make any difference. 23% say it actually helps. Among Republicans, more Republicans say it'll help him than hurt him. And a combined total of 68 Republican, 68% of Republicans say it'll help him or won't make a difference. But to me, the real big one, and this goes back to the primary, is that in next year's presidential election, how likely are you to vote for former President Donald Trump? And among Republicans, 72% say they're at least somewhat likely and 49% say very likely. So for Glenn Youngkin, here's here's two data points, right? 72% of Republicans want to vote for Donald Trump and only 1% of Republican voters, when presented with the entire slate of GOP primary candidates, select some other candidate. So there's really no appetite for that. And as we talked about, DeSantis' hold, numbers are hold, just hold, absolutely Slow down. Just give me that last one again. Walk me through that math. Well, we, we did the multi-way primary matchup, and we talked about it earlier in the week. 57% say Trump. Uh, only 13% say DeSantis. And, you know, all these other characters get a few points here and there, and it adds up. All those votes will go back to Trump. But the some other candidate response, when presented with all of those names among Republicans, it only gets 1%. So there's no appetite for new people to enter this race. Republicans see what they want in the, that list of candidates, and it's mostly Donald Trump. And of course, even though he's only getting 57% of the primary support, this question implies he's going to win the nomination and asks people to imagine uh, a 2024 race in which Donald Trump is the candidate. And 72% of Republicans say it's at least somewhat likely they're going to vote for him. 49% say very likely. 
48 percent of independents want to vote for Trump. <laughs> and even 27 percent of Democrats say it's at least somewhat likely that they're going to vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, I guess they can keep indicting him. Uh, I, I think Republican voters are much more interested in what's now happening to the plea deal because they were super unsatisfied when they heard about the first plea deal that Hunter Biden got. That's what they're paying attention to. Well, when they know that, when they know, when they know that details are going to be even less pleased. You mentioned, I think it was last week or the week before, we talked about t- 2012, the way Fox rolls that. With the numbers they have now, with even Romney close to it, they would be saying the primary's over. Romney's the guy, right? So th- these numbers are orders of magnitude better than that was, yet Fox is continuing trying to throw up another alternative. It, 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 is, am I correct in that? No new candidate has entered the race and got more than single digits. And the one candidate that was actually somewhat competitive against Trump has performed worse each time we've asked the question from 32 percent to 24 percent to 17 percent to now 13 percent. So Republican support is galvanizing around Trump. And at this point, you know, Trump's been on the national stage for six or seven years. People look back at the, at the 2016 cycle and say, well, at this point, Trump was way behind. But people know who Trump is now. They know who he is. It's not like somebody else yes. is just going to come out of somewhere and, and win those hearts and minds. Well, th- th- that and when they do that, they're trying to drive the conversation because it's totally different. First off, he was president. Number two, he had the second his second uh, term stolen. So you can't compare it to, oh, a Trump came in in 15, he's, you know, he's at 3%. Uh, Mark, how do people get, because you guys are in the field all the time with key questions about our institutions, processes, and in in what's going on in America. Where do people go to get all the information, and of course, uh, on, your, uh, on your Rumble and YouTube? Yeah, and these are strange times, and we do interact with our following, so we'd love to hear people's opinions. We're trying to figure out a way to ask a question to really get, uh, you know, put a finger on the aspect of, is it a revenge presidency? Is that why people are supporting Trump right now? Rasmus underscore poll at Twitter and also at YouTube, so post in the comments or or give us, uh, you know, your ideas on Twitter. We'd be happy to hear them. Uh, Mark, thank you so much. In fact, we started, it comes full circle, because retribution and revenge was what Joy Ann Reed was talking about last night. That's all we are. It's all retribution and revenge. That's all this is. That would be totally incorrect. This is about saving our nation. This is about the resuscitation of the greatest nation in mankind's history. Right? That's what yeah, we're, we're, be music. Hitting that we're proud more. of her flag. You are. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. You guys are the best. Here's why Rasmussen, I think, is the best. They go in and take tough topics and tough issues and ask questions. That's why go over to the Rumble site, go to the YouTube site, check it out, and it's totally interactive. They're looking for your feedback, as I am too, except about music. (laughs) This is a celebration of America. Oh, tomorrow you will get your pay And it's time for us to leave her Leave her, Johnny, leave her Oh, leave her, Johnny, leave her All the voyage is done and the winds don't blow And it's time for us to leave her 
The winds blew foul and the seas run high. Lever, Johnny, lever. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, Hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. End quote. Now that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens. End quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. RNC is leading the fight to help secure your vote in 2024 as well. They're fighting bad Democrat laws, putting folks on the ground to serve as poll workers and poll watchers, and engaging attorneys to monitor every step of the voting process. Go to bankyourvote.com to sign up and commit to voting early. BankYourVote.com. We must defeat the far left at their own game, or our country will never recover from this disastrous, crooked Biden administration. Sign up at BankYourVote.com now and join the Republican effort to win big in 2024. We're going to win, and we're going to make America great again. Wow. Uh, By the way, this all deals with also this whole concept of cyber. So make sure you go to Home Title Lock today. Just do it. Do a homework assignment. Check boxes off. You're here in the war room. Check a box off. Make sure that the cyber crooks cannot, under any circumstances, uh, go in and make sure they get your title and take a second mortgage. One of these hard money lenders, they take a second of a couple hundred thousand bucks of some exorbitant interest rate, and they don't want to hear your tale of woe when you come back to them and say, well, hey, look, I don't know. Somebody did it. One of these Russian guys or the CCP or some gang from Eastern Europe, they did it. They don't want to hear it. That's a tale of woe. They, they'll say tough break for a swell guy or gal. HomeTitleLock.com. Mike Lindell, Brother Lindell, the election summit. We have a saying in the Navy, since we're playing sea shanties today, we have a saying in the, my beloved Navy that 10% never get the word. That our beloved, there's nobody closer to Donald Trump than Mike Lindell. Did, did President Trump not get the word here about the election summit, Brother? Well, yeah, he did, and he's been, and we've actually, I've actually went over the plan with him. The, uh, um, and uh, I think what you're seeing here, you know, the, with this bank, the vote. I don't know if people realize, you know, what all the, the RNC or what they're, you know, what they're all suggesting over there. But I will say this: that the RNC, I, Steve, I just got off the phone with uh, a couple of the 168. 
they're putting a resolution forth at their uh, meeting in August, everybody, and I'm going to be there. This is after our uh, event, um, a few days after. It's a resolution for same-day voting, paper ballots, hand-counted, precinct level, voter ID. Uh, you can't beat it. So, um, and I, you know, I guess, Steve, I'd be, I'd be kind of concerned because everybody's putting out, everybody's concerned. We want everybody to get involved, but we want to get involved in doing the the right things, the things that are going to matter. And we've never been in this position we've been in right now in history. And so after we reveal the plan on August 17th, that remember everybody, it's never been talked before, never been done in history. And when we reveal that, I think you're going to see all these things come together and everybody will then go, oh, we should do that or we shouldn't do that. Your eyes will be opened. And uh, so I'm not, you know, I got a lot of people emailing me about the ballot banking which was a term that, you know, basically that was just kind of made up. Um, and uh, does that include ballot harvesting and all these other things you hear about? Uh, you know, where legal, which we fought against for a long time. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of confusion out there and there's a lot of people wanting to do the right thing. But we uh, it'll all come clear August 16th and 17th, everybody. And we're I've been working 18 hours a day with my team. They're actually in the other room working on this. And. Uh, you can help. You can help right now to get signed up because the only way this fails, Steve, is if people if we don't get the eyes on this. We can't let the media beat us on this one. We have to get the word out. And uh, so go to LindellEvent.com, get signed. And by the way, if you sign up there right now, uh, you're going to get a free a free gift sent to you um, immediately, emailed to you, uh, just for signing up. So. Uh, get over there, LindellEvent.com. Put in the promo code War Room too that you heard it here on the War Room. Uh, we're tracking that too to see where we get the most the most eyes. And all of you out there on the War Room posse, share this everywhere. Let everybody know this event's gonna. This is it. It's all come down to this, everybody. It's come down to this, and everybody is going to embrace this plan. I don't even if you're a Democrat, believe it or not, because we what do we want? We want. We want to secure our elections and have transparent elections. I don't think anyone has problems about who's elected if they're really elected and not selected. And uh, uh, we, we're going to get to that. We're, we are going to get to that point where we're going to, and it's going to be uh, right after this event. Everyone's going to go, let's do this. We're going to be using it in the elections this fall in Louisiana, Mississippi, Kentucky, Virginia, all over the country. Give me your give me a minute on the 20th anniversary uh, pillow. Where do people go? How do they get it? And uh, how do they get an upgrade to get a king size? Well, uh, we're doing that. This is a special right now on the war room. The first time in the country that we're doing it. If all of you go to mypillow.com right now, use that promo code war room. You're not only getting this the pillow here, our anniversary pillow for 19.98, but you're going to get all these other specials. And just for visiting the website. You're going to get a $20 gift sent to you today. Um, and just by getting there, if you go to the website, just for checking it out today, everybody, do that now. We're, we're, uh, we've got it getting everybody over there. We have our kitchen dish towels just came out three days ago. They're running out fast. We're, we're out of the towels, by the way. And I see they're putting up the towels. So they, we, uh, we are out of the towels, but we have, we have the kitchen dish towels that just came in. You guys got to try them. You save, uh, uh, you save with that promo code War Room. Uh, we've got all. We've got all the couch pillows. We've got duvets. We've got all over 200 products that you've never heard about here on the War Room. We're doing this today for a special for the War Room. 
Use the promo code WARROOM, MyPillow.com. Get that $20 gift right now just for visiting, Steve. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go to our square. Mike Lindell, thank you. I'll let you go back to work now with your team. The election summit, the 16th and 17th. You got to get online to see it and then share it. It's going to be huge. We're going to be there. Carrie Lake's going to be there. It's going to be intense. Two hours of populist nationalism continued on Real America's Voice with the Charlie Kirk, followed by Jack Posobiec. We're back here five to seven. I think we might have an update on what's going on with uh, President Trump and his lawyers today. And so much more. A couple of special things we're going to do. See you back here at five to seven. Until then, we'll leave you with the pure, powerful voices of uh, the sea. Back here at five. was a bucko and the old man a Turk. Lieber Johnny Lieber And the bosun was a beggar with a middle name of work. And it's time for us to leave her. Lieber Johnny Lieber Oh Lieber Johnny Lieber All the voyage is done and the Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.